listening to Zap Night, a video game review podcast. Join your hosts Danny, Kaylee, Seth, and Evan as we review video games from all systems and all genres. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Zap Night. I'm your host Danny. I'm your co-host Kaylee. Kaylee's back! Yay! It's been what, like like six months? It's been a while. (laughs) Uh, This is episode number 48. We are talking (gasps) about... That means the next one's 50. Yeah, for us, yeah. So uh, this episode is specifically on Super Mario Bros. for the Nintendo. But before we get into that, we have a few awesome things to talk about. Uh, First off, this is our third year anniversary episode. We were just a baby when we started. uh, Now we're just kind of a baby. We're a toddler now. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like we've done, we've grown quite a bit since the first... (laughs) The first episode for sure, but like that first year was a real big struggle of getting the sound quality just right and figuring out how to actually talk. <laughs> like, you know, it's one thing to just talk in public with or right. you know, amongst yeah. each other, but it's another thing to sit down and be a little more thorough in how we describe things. I don't know. It's there's less like thinking, like you're just talking now, or before you're like, uh, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of ums and uhs yeah. that we cut out. As of right now, though, most of our episodes, I don't really do a whole lot of editing. Like, oh, I good. might edit out very specific things if we really screw something up, like in the uh, in the story or whatever. But which, <laughs> which, happens. I, which happens a lot, especially with the those long ones. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I mean. Three years. It's been awesome. Uh-huh. We're not going anywhere. We're still keeping at it. In fact, going to our next announcement, our unnews, if you will, <laughs> um, we are adding two more shows to our Zap Night lineup for podcast episodes. Yay! So um, we're going to have four episodes a month. And... Um, we're going to stick to the same schedule that you guys are used to. The first is still going to be us, depending on if I have a special guest or not. But right. the, the first the first of every month is still going to be um, a review episode. The 15th of every month is still going to be a review episode. But we're going to put two in between those of something a little bit different. So the 7th. We are calling Zap Chats. Zap Chats. Basically, it's just a chance for you guys to get to know us better. It's going to be audio only. So if you're watching this on YouTube, um, you'll want to subscribe to our podcast in some podcast app or on iTunes or SoundCloud. You, you might have to find it somewhere else. But um, it, they're going to be audio only. And that's mainly to help me with editing because editing takes a little bit of time, especially when it comes to the video. It's a little bit trickier. So, um, yeah, those, these extra episodes are just audio. Zap chats is going to be on the seventh. We're going to be talking about just about anything. So, I mean, it's mainly going to be video game related. Obviously that's what our life revolves around anymore. But it's just casual chat. Yeah, it really is. Chatting. Yep. And we'll throw some extra stuff in there. We'll do some like, AMAs and some um, like interesting subjects and questions. Yeah, and yeah. We'll we'll uh, yeah we'll take questions. We'll maybe we'll read um, podcast reviews 
That would be fun to yeah. read. If anybody wants to review our podcast, that would be wonderful. All the hate comments. We will absolutely read every single one of them. I would be down for that. Um, and then also, uh, we're going to be adding on the 21st, we're going to do a Unnew Games. <laughs> and basically what that is, is all of our thrift shop games that we've been collecting over the years. So if you guys recall... Um, I don't know. It's been almost a year now since I've stopped. Has it really? Um, almost. Not quite. Since Seth and Evan joined, I think they did one or two episodes where they did thrift I shop see. games. But um, we used to do a thrift shop game for every podcast review episode. And that was kind of part of the episode where we talked about the main game that we were reviewing. But then we would have like a mini review at the end. We don't do that anymore. And the biggest reason is because, one, it took up too much time as far as podcasts, like, set up. So we kind of just dropped it off. We didn't make an announcement or anything. We just let it fade out. Um, but we're bringing it back because, one, our the videos do pretty good on, on YouTube. It seems like a lot of people are interested in that kind of stuff. So we thought we would play the games, not all the way through, just like we were, just play a little bit of it to get a feel for the game. And then we will sit down and talk about it on a podcast episode. And we may do, you know, one or two, we may do a whole seg, a whole set of like party games. Yeah. Party games. games. Right. Exactly. Fighting games. Exactly. On games. So yeah, that's unnew games. So they're games that are no longer new. They are unnew. They are not a new game. They're it is a unnew game. <laughs> they're unnew to us. They are unnew to us. So, yeah, if that sounds like fun, make sure that you are subscribed to all of our stuff. Um, like I said, these aren't going to be on YouTube, though I may still post the audio on YouTube. So, I mean, obviously still stick around on YouTube, too. So there may be options that we'll, we'll still upload them. Uh, but you just won't have our pretty faces like you do now. So if you're not watching this on YouTube, check it out because you can see our pretty faces. And subscribe while you're there. <laughs> that really does help us out a lot. And we're we're doing a lot of work to... We have a lot of plans in place to update our YouTube channel a little bit and uh, add some thumbnails and, you know, just try and spice it up a little more. And, uh, yeah. Spicy. Yeah. We have a lot of big changes in, in the plans right now, along with our set. Right now, we are working on moving my entire game room around. So pretty soon this will look a lot different up what, what you can see on the video. Sorry if you're just audio only, but it, it looks we're pointing amazing, at the wall. <laughs> but not amazing enough. It's just, it's overflowing. That's the whole problem is that we have games just kind of flowing everywhere. So all this is going to get rearranged. Anyway, that's not what you're here for. You're here to listen to us talk about Super Mario Bros. So, uh... Yeah, I mean, I grew up with Super Mario Brothers, obviously, like most people. Right, have. yeah. I mean, that's like that's like the first game. Like, you know, you have the generation a little bit older than us who may say, "I remember Atari." Pong. <laughs> the way you said that. <laughs> like Pong is like one of the first games or like, you know, <clears throat> Pac-Man or like the arcade games, uh, obviously Snake. those might be first. <laughs> But when you're talking about like home entertainment system, most of the people right now say Mario. Mario. I mean, it just that's just how it is. It's um, it's definitely stayed iconic. Yeah, there's no well, doubt. Yeah. Very few people don't know what, yeah, of it. Very few people don't know what Mario is. So Mario was uh, developed by Nintendo, obviously. 
it's been released on the Nintendo. And then everything else. And then that. everything else. You could yeah. probably play it on your Google Home at this point. <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> um, it's definitely been released for like all of the system pa- all the systems past the Nintendo. The Super Nintendo had a version. Uh, the Game Boy Advance has a version. Um, you know, all of the virtual consoles have a version. So this game is very easy to find. We'll we'll put it that way. Um, it was released in September of 1985. I was not even a thought. Um, I was n- just a a hope. I think a my hope. mom. My mom was kind of hoping for a, kid a glimmer. <laughs> um, but yeah. So um, let's talk about the story. So you start off in the Mushroom Kingdom. And they're invaded by the Koopa. The Koopa? That's all that's said in the booklet. So the booklet, actually, yeah. you get a story in the booklet. There is no story otherwise. Like, right. if you pop this game in on the Nintendo or <laughs> any system, you just start playing Mario. There is no story behind it unless you find a booklet. And luckily, we have a booklet. We actually have we have the one from the original Nintendo and... The we Game have another Boy one Advance. from the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, well, they they release like a classic sure. edition for the Game Boy Advance, and the stories are almost identical with very slight changes. Well, sorry, go ahead. Well, in any case, so the Koopa invades Mushroom Kingdom, and they turn everyone into stones, bricks, and mushrooms. And I'm sorry, does that mean we've been killing people through this entire playthrough? This Every is brick that you hit, <laughs> you are killing someone, yes. That's terrible. I yep. think people have talked about that, though, after yeah, they have, reading yeah. the booklets. Um, so apparently, in, through this, it's said that the daughter of the Mushroom Kingdom, which happens to be Peach, is the only one that can break the spell. And the, the Koopas actually have a king, which, of course, you guys know as Bowser. And he knows this, so he kidnaps the princess and hides him in his one of many several towers. And apparently, I don't know how, by the way, but apparently word gets to Mario through who knows who, because everyone's been turned into mushrooms or stones. or It's by all the toads. Or, or field horsehair plants, <laughs> as one of the first guides is worded it. Um, but anyway, word gets to him, and he makes it his personal vow to save the people of the Mushroom Kingdom and their princess. And that's it. Yeah. That's it's a very short story summary. And then basically <clears throat> you are then Mario and you go through all the levels and your princess is in another castle all the way up until the eighth world where you finally find the princess. And She's that's there. literally it. And now, by the way, this game does not refer to Bowser as Bowser. Right. They refer to him as King, King Koopa. Koopa. Which was his name, like, for the longest time until somewhat recently. I mean, I say recently, like, I think he was turned into Bowser, like, in the Super Nintendo. But <laughs> in any case, he, he was, like, have King a name Koopa yet. for a while. <clears throat> I don't think Princess Peach did, either. Um, It was Paulina. It was Paulina I, first? It was, it was Paulina in, um, like, Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. And then I think Paulina is the one that you rescue in Mario, but then they ch- actually give her a name, like an official name, right? Uh, in some of the later ones, I I don't know. I could be a little bit off on that, but that's how I understand it. Is that it was Paulina, and now it's not. And now it's Peach, and Paulina is just like an ex girlfriend. So <laughs> nobody talks about her, but she's there. <laughs> she, that happened. <laughs> 
So yeah, um, story. I we averaged it. Yeah, for our, like, each of our individual scores. I couldn't. I couldn't really give this like a solid story score because there is no story. Like when you sit again, when you sit down and play, you're just playing Mario. There is no story behind well, it. You're playing Mario. As as for us as kids, we didn't think to read the booklet. You know, nobody did. That's how it is. With a lot of games mm-hmm. that we've played. It's like, oh, there is a story, but it's not really talked about. You just play the game. I mean, when you think about it, like obviously there's some story because your goal is to save the princess, and when you make it to the castle, your princess is in, right. another, uh, in another castle. So, like, obviously, you're saving a princess, but why is kind of hidden. It's kind of buried. So, like, if you look in the booklet, obviously, you figure it right. out. But, you know, as a kid, you're not going to do that. You don't care. You just go straight in to play the game. Be Mario! Kill next, all next the level. blocks! <laughs> <laughs> so, my score averaged in, out as a five, then. Mine averaged at a six. So you always score higher than I do. I must just be pessimistic. I yeah, I don't know. I think I always <laughs> just I I think I think I give it a little bit higher just because my heart's a little more into it yeah. depending on the game. I mean, I don't know. We'll we'll get to it. So graphics, I gave it a 6. Really? I gave it a 5. I felt like 5 was a little much. They they reused a lot of stuff. And I get it. It was for its time. Yeah, but... and I think that that's where I'm coming from. Like, the Nintendo Entertainment System launched with this game. I mean, this was the groundbreaking game that started Nintendo on this track. And I think that, you know, all the games that we had before were arcade-based and maybe, you know, had better graphics... But all the home-based games that we had up until that time were just like blocks on a screen. So then to change those blocks to actual sprites and have them be fairly decent, even all this time later, uh, a six was fair. <laughs> I that's I yeah. feel like the five is it was not good, but it was not bad. Mm-hmm. I, it's there, I mean there were some points that were awesome, and there was just some points that's like. Uh, because uh, I think like the Hammer Bros, I think that's like was really cool. Although I did not like it on top of Bowser. I thought <laughs> it was a good concept to have on top of him, but like the look of it was really dumb to me. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. Some of the stuff again was amazing, and some of it was just kind of meh. Uh, the biggest problem that I had was that we played this game. I sorry, I should have said this ahead of time. We played this game in the Nint- Nintendo Classic. Mainly because the Nintendo wasn't streaming very well. It wasn't connecting to my capture card very well. So we switched it to the Classic, which worked out great. However, I noticed that on the Classic, the sprites like flickered all the time. Yeah, it did And I don't really remember bad. that on the original. I don't know if it's the TV. I don't know if it's Classic. I don't know if it is I, I, the capture card. I don't know. But yeah, the sprites flickered way too much. And I think that's just an inherent problem of that era of games, too. I mean... Stuff was glitchy. Yeah, yeah it really was. <laughs> well, but, I mean, overall, I mean, it wasn't terrible. It's not like an eyesore or so bad that you want to turn it off. But, I mean, they were graphics. <laughs> they were groundbreaking for the time, but that's about the best I can give it. So, what did you give it for graphics? A six. I gave it a five, then. Yep. Well, speaking of glitching... If you want to segue into gameplay, yep. Um, 
if you were watching the stream at all or any of the the let's plays that we put up we have a few moments that we were calling like we like we ate a mushroom because we'd go into like super mode i think there was one point it looked like when i was controlling it that my (laughs) my mario just punched a uh a bullet bill out of the yeah. sky and it was like performing just insane things it's like how is this i don't know if it's like a timing thing or what but like every now and then we would have a round where we just like were, were jumping <laughs> at amazing times and hitting, hitting stuff that you shouldn't like hitting multiple things, things at once we, and you were hitting stuff like in areas that you don't normally hit an enemy like normally an enemy you jump on top of it and then you damage it or you kill it or whatever but like the bullets we were like seriously hitting it face first and it was dying so like it seemed like mario was punching (laughs) the cheap cheeps you normally you can jump on top of them and knock them out of the sky and sometimes they would come up and you would knock them out of the sky if they came up from under you and other times you would die yeah and other things like when you would hit a Koopa, like its eyeball would graze you, and like, like a pixel, yeah. like just a pixel's difference, and it, it did become frustrating at times. Because other times it would be like, "How is that not killing me?" And then other times, like, "Why did that just kill me?" Yeah, yep. And then there were other times that we would play, and it was just like death after death after death. Oh, after it was death. bad. There's a couple bad ones. And I don't, again, I don't know if it's because we suck at the game. Or if it's just, well, like, a bad run, or if, like, luck isn't on our side. You know, I, don't, I don't know. I feel like that you had to get into the groove. We did have to switch our controller up on our classic. Yeah, we did. And I think that helped, but, you know, I I do think, though, that still, if we had played the original, it still would be kind of... Tr- I think the controller being rounded might have helped us. I, I think that the classic Nintendo... The, the Nintendo Classics controller was just bad. And I think when we switched it to the sure. the Nintendo or Super Nintendo Classics controller, which you can do, they're interchangeable. It worked fine, and I, I really think that it was just that controller just was built sucky. I still think, regardless, like after we got into practice, because it did seem like we would yeah. like when we 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 played this over two days, two different days, like yep. a, a week in between. And you could tell that going back into it, you were kind of rusty. Like, you had to get back into the groove. And we'd take breaks and we'd come back. And you could just tell that you do get used to it for sure. I find it funny when you... Sorry, did you have more? No, go ahead. Um, I find it funny that the Super Nintendo, like Mario World... You get into a groove and you're unstoppable. You just fly on through. You can just... Every single level you just are killing it all the way through where this game, I, it it just didn't feel that way. I think I, I'm wondering if it's like a timing thing because Mario jumps kind of slow. Absolutely. Yes. And you have to hold that button the whole time he jumps. So it's not just like a push. You push the button and he jumps his height. It's like you hold the button and he push. He jumps as high as he can as long as you're holding the button down. It's almost like he jumps slow and just like he's heavy. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. But it's other really times weird. he can just take off running and stuff too. 
what I hated the most was the freaking bungee yeah, trampoline platforms. Those were terrible. I think they had a similar functionality. Like it, the longer you hold the jump button, the higher you go. But you also have to hit the jump button at the right time. Right, absolutely. And if you don't, you like you'll jump really fast and then you'll fall really fast. It and it's gave like me, weird. It gave me anxiety. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and luckily, there weren't that many levels with those. But there were enough to be annoying. What I appreciated, you know, with, I guess for comparison, let's say uh, Super Mario World, you know, you're used to flying through that level. Like we, I, you were very similar to me. Like we like to just kind of fly and yeah. wing it. And some of those levels you had to, like that was the only way of be- that we got to beat them. But some of them you had to stop and actually take your time. Yeah. And I think that's like a plus side because you had to think about how you were going to do some of those, like some of those spots you had to take your time and slowly reach to the next spot. And some of those you had to just fly on through. Yeah. I think the one that comes to mind when, when you're talking about that is there's like the castle. I think it's the world six castle where you had those spinning fireballs, like the fireballs on a stick or whatever. (laughs) There's the spinning ones. And there's a room where they're like, there's one on the bottom, then a little bit further, there's one on the top, then a little bit further, there's one on the bottom, and they kind of like staggered like that. And jumping through them didn't really work. Your best, and the way that I ended up beating it was I jumped on top of the bottom like block in the middle and just kind of jumped over it and took took my time getting to the end of that. Otherwise, just trying to jump through it, unless you know exactly the timing to jump, right. which speedrunners do, but I didn't. Right. <laughs> this was our... So, yeah. jump, you know, taking our time, going, you know, from obstacle to obstacle, assessing the situation, and then executing the best possible, you know, jump maneuvers to get through it was, like, the only way in some of these. Well, that's World 8, the second level with the uh, the little spiny guys, like, in the very beginning. Oh, yeah. Like, we... I don't know how many parts we had to that that we had just done over and over. And by the end, it I had figured it out of just flying through it. Just give no regard to your lives yeah. whatsoever. Just fly. Th- and that worked. Yeah. It really worked. But some of those, you just, you had to take your time. I feel like all of the spiny levels were built time. that way. Well, that one was, it was kind of a spiny level. Like, just the first, like, part. Yeah, it really was not a spiny level. It was just... But I still feel like that all those spiny levels were built that way, yeah. including that one. I mean, World Four, World Four Level One, which is a very common world. Everybody goes through there um, if you're trying to get any further. You're in the warping. Game. <laughs> um, but that one is built very specifically for running through it. Like everyone, uh, Everyone that plays, you know, regularly goes through World Four One and just flies through it, and it's like built that way, you know. I just I feel like all of them that has the what's his name Lactu or whatever yeah. that is chasing you is built to, to just, just speed run. run through it as best you can. <laughs> um, with the world warping in mind, I appreciated that a lot yeah. because you. Once you run out of lives, you are back to the very beginning. And right. we had to implement the, the save, uh, save, save state. state, which it felt like cheating, 
but it didn't at the same time because we we were trying to just beat the game as quickly as possible. So otherwise you'd have like a billion parts of us just repeating the I same thing. I feel like the way that we used the save states wasn't cheating. I feel like you could have cheated with them where like literally you take a step, you save, save it. it, take a step, you save it. Or like it. Ev- after every level, like we were we save stated it to just the warp pipe so we didn't have to go through levels one through So Okay, let's back up. When we first started playing, we wanted to play it as organically as possible. So the worlds one through five, we played where if we died, we backtrack all the way back up. Once we got to world six, we were kind of fed up. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. We were kind of fed up with backtracking every single time. So we did a save stay at the warp pipe where you could go to six, seven, and eight. That's where we had our main save state. So by that point, we had gone through half of the game. Right, right. And and we did that first half of the game the same way you would play it on the original Nintendo. So then once we we did that, it was really just a saving time measure right. more than anything else. Like, yeah, we could have kept going back and replaying levels, you know, one and two, and then How it was four intended. one, four two, <laughs> and then warping on. But it would have taken so much longer to beat this game when we're trying to get through it in, you know, one or two game sessions. It doesn't really work out that way. So the amazing feature of the save states saved at the warp pipe. We did uh, worlds six and seven with the warp pipe, saved a ton of time. Then when we got to world eight, we uh, we kind of pushed it a little bit and you can watch the gameplay and and you can see our thought process really is saving time. I mean, yeah, we will eventually get it. Like no matter what, we would eventually get it. But in the you know, thought of trying to save us some time and really to save people watching it right. some headache from oh, they're doing this again. Oh, they're back doing that again. I mean, after a while, it, it was just like there was no even talking in some of those points. Yeah, it was just like, here we, we are so, again. Here yeah, we are again. So here we are again. So when we got to World Eight, we did a save state after each level, and it just made it go a little quicker. More than anything else, I didn't feel like it was cheating. Truthfully, I mean, we still were just playing the levels over and over we, again. Once we got, once I figured out how to get past the second level, it really we could have done it. Oh, yeah, we could have gotten by, but at that point, we were at the end and we were tired. Yeah, we were just done and ready. I'm still done. And <laughs> I don't think I'm going to want to play Mario for a while. At least not like that. Right. Yeah, and really, our goal is to beat it as quickly as possible and review it. Like we aren't solely dependent on just let's plays. So right. Yeah. I mean, we're trying to keep us true. Our goal, and our goal is to play the games right. and beat the games. That's, that's our goal. I mean, that's been our goal since the beginning. And yeah, I mean, we did that. And to be honest, this is the first time I've beat Mario. One. Oh wow. Yeah. It's the first time. I mean, I've played it hundreds, uh, countless amount of times and it's just, this is the first time that I've made it all the way there. Yeah. I've gotten really close a few times, but man, the jumps that you have to do in 8-2, like where you got to run and get on that, yeah, warp, that pipe and then you got to jump over that, that's hard. <laughs> what about the uh, the last two castles? The puzzles, if you will. The Yeah, yeah. The World 7's puzzle was terrible because it was really just like... You had to 
run through the maze section in like just the right order in order to move on. Otherwise it just kept looping and looping and looping. And that was a horrible, I don't know why <laughs> we could never remember it. And the thing is, is that it, you, if you just continuously run, it'll just loop you and you kind of forget where the loop begins. Yeah. And then it's just a matter of, I just choose, choose one at some point, just, just keep, choose one. Just, do, just keep doing something different until you figure it out. I kind of had an idea of what I was doing and I think that helped, but it still was, it was, a I headache. think that's where I was at too. By the, by the time we finally beat it, it was like I kind of had a rough idea of which way we kind of needed to flow in order to get through it. But it still, it wasn't like, it wasn't like they gave you any hints. It was just, a, right. here it is, just good On the luck. plus side, there was no enemies. That would have been terrible. Yeah. Like, and I just... felt that way about the last one, too. So last the, one. the last one. That one more, was more fun to me. Yeah, if you were going to do it that way, at least that one was a little more interesting. That one, I felt like, wasn't so much a maze, endless loop puzzle, which it, it still was, but it wasn't nearly as bad. It well, they gave you more like, markers of It was what more you're... like rooms. Yeah. Like endless, like, circle rooms. And as you, you know, you, you are constantly circling around a room and then you go down a pipe and then you are in a different room and then you're circling until you go, you find yeah. the right pipe and then you go to a different room. So it was like thinking on it from that point of view was a lot easier to wrap your brain around and actually uh, you could remember, okay, well from the beginning we go to this warp pipe and then we got to go to that warp pipe and then we go through the water level and then, you know. So it was it was easier to remember the final, um, the final castle right. than it was like the level seven <laughs> castle or the world seven castle. It was just stupid. Yeah, it was a stupid it was. concept. It was just bad. So what'd you give it for gameplay? Six out of ten. I give it a seven. Seven out of ten. I think I think I'm just like one up on all of you. I, I think your last one is on par with mine. Uh, music? Yeah. Are we ready to talk about music? Are we done? There's, I think so. There's not much to talk about music, honestly. We kind of talked about it on the, on the playthrough a little bit. I gave it a point for every song I could remember. Oh, really? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's funny. I just... It was just well, I think we, ca- we were, like, trying to count it, and we, like, you could count on, like, one hand, was it? That- yeah, well, it was, it was under ten songs, easily. You have the World One song... You know, world one. Um, you have the underground song. Then you have the um underwater song. You know. Anyway, um, and then you have the castle song. Don't forget your right. Yeah, the star song and then the death song. Well, what about the one where you go into the sky? Did that have a special song too? No. I don't well, think so. Yeah, there wasn't. There really was not much. And you know, you have your classic Mario, but that song has really evolved over the years. Yeah. And I mean, it's classic to us. But other than that, there's. I I remember the first the the overworld the under the underworld. Well, it was kind of an underworld, yeah. but that it just wasn't much. Well, I, guess. I mean, any one of those songs. If you play any one of those songs, every. Most of the people around oh, yeah. the world, That's Mario. yeah, are gonna recognize it. It doesn't matter which song it is. I mean, whether it's the Star Song or the Bowser Castle, or you know, the castle yeah. music. I mean, any one of those are so easily recognizable. You know, the thing is, while there wasn't much, it 
and it was repetitive. I didn't think of it as repetitive. I did. Did you? Yeah. I, I, got I was fine. Well. I did enjoy the the, the sound, the fireflies. <laughs> we described it as a plucking. Yeah. <laughs> it was a plucked them out of the sky. Um, um I, I don't know. I gave it a four. I gave it a four as well. It just it like, was just again, lackluster. I think for the its only time. I think I think the only thing the big deal about it is one, it's insanely memorable. And two, it's been around forever. So, I mean, those two things, being because they're me- it's memorable and it's been around now for so long, everyone knows that. Everyone says it's a great song. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> I don't know. I think that out of all of this, the areas, I think that music kind of was like the most underwhelming piece. Yeah, I agree. Um. So... Overall, I give it a seven out of ten. Really? For an experience, I I I've never played the game like this. Every time I play the game, it's usually like the first couple levels. Maybe I'll do the warp pipe to go to world four, and then I'll like die trying to get to world eight, and then I just quit, and that's usually it. Where we played every world, we played every level. We killed so many Goombas. And, people, if you will. Yeah, right? <laughs> and I don't know. I just, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good time. I, you know, I put it down as five. I think we're going to change it to a six. Okay. I I can see myself playing this again, not not in the near future, but in the far. Like, it's a game that you can bring yourself back to. And it wasn't bad. I mean, it doesn't... Our score, it it still is graded the same at the end of the day for us. A point point didn't make a difference, but I... So, for me, a 6 out of 10 overall. It was was not the best Mario game. Yeah. For sure. But it was a classic. It's it's one of those Mario games that... I mean, it was was groundbreaking at the time. But if you're going to play a Mario game, that's probably not the one that you're going to... That's probably not your favorite. I mean, for most people... I mean, if, if, you're, a Mar, if you're a gamer, I guess, kind of in general, maybe specifically a Nintendo gamer, Mario 1 probably isn't your go-to Mario game. It's probably going to be Mario 64, or it's going to be Mario Super Mario World, something like that. For me, my favorite Mario is Super Mario World. Yeah, By same. far. It's my favorite Mario game. But Mario Maker is really fun. I think the controls in Mario Maker are a little more responsive. Right. And he jumps a little bit easier. So I think that those Mario Maker levels are a little bit on the easier side. Um, And Mario Maker 2 is coming out soon. I'm excited. If you guys are interested... Let us know if you want us to review Mario Maker 2. And then make us worlds. I kind of been thinking about if I want... Like, I'm definitely going to buy it, but I don't know if I want to review it yet. Because it's going to be so much like Mario Maker 1. But, I mean, if you guys are super interested, let us know. (laughs) I'd love to find out. Send us the worlds. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, that gives me a 26 out of 50 overall. So that's a 30 out of 50 for me. So that's a 56 out of 100. Which is an F. Sorry, Mario. I, I He was not doing his job. He was supposed to be plumbing. I know. That's true. <laughs> he not was supposed swimming, to be a mushroom. <laughs> not swimming in the sewer. Um, you know, again, we kinda talked about this before the stream start or before the 
the episode started, but an F is low for this game just because of its reputation. I mean, it's it's such an iconic game that everyone knows about. Everyone, you you know, you start playing that like Mario theme song, you play World 1-1, and it's just like this rush of nostalgia right. and you know, it it makes you itch for the controller. This you know, it makes the, you want to play. It's one of those games that you want your children to play if you were a gamer. Yeah, or if you know, if you especially if you grew up playing Mario, it's one of those games you want your children to at some point that play. That said, looking at it critically and playing it all the way from start to finish, I was very frustrated a lot yes. of the time. I don't know. <laughs> So from we that aspect, have done it as children. <laughs> from like from like a gameplay perspective, playing it all the way through, yeah, it kind of is an F. But like from a nostalgia point of view, it's maybe like a C. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, extra credit points. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, my personal rating, I would probably give it a C. But like when you look at it critically and technically, and it just doesn't quite. You failed. I don't I mean, know. It sounds so harsh. You know, we it just gets an F, but we, it was such a great game. We just got done F. playing some, you know, some of the best games. I mean, I just finished playing Zelda: Breath of the Wild. I mean, that's an amazing game. Like to play that and then turn around and play Mario Brothers is like two completely different worlds, as as you would expect. But I mean, it's it's such on yeah. uh, this dramatic spectrum. But you know. Uh, again, for its time, it was really good, but I still think my score re- reflects what we would have given it, even if it came out yesterday. I mean, even if we didn't know what it's, <laughs> what games were like, you know. If it, if we were this age back in the day doing yeah, I this. would say if we were reviewing this back in 1985, I would still kind of be about the same thought process. This like, it was still sucks. kind of a frustrating <laughs> game. I mean, if it was the only game I had, yeah, I absolutely would put hundreds of thousands of hours into it. But, I mean, eh. Eh. You'd speedrun it? <laughs> I don't know. I've seen speedrunners speed for it, and they can do some amazing things. Well, before you check that out, check out the rest of our Zap Night YouTube videos. Yeah, we did <laughs> We did play through this game um, and recorded it all to be uploaded to YouTube. If that sounds interesting at all, check it out. You might want to kind of skim through it a little bit. I am thinking about going through a lot of our previous Let's Plays and compiling some of the highlight, do like a yeah. highlight reel of it. So I might do that with this game. Um, but if you are if you want to watch all of our commentary, all of our exact of the moment thoughts of this game, <laughs> that's a good way, that's a good way to find out. sucks. <laughs> Uh, how many times did I say, oh, this game, man. Yeah. I just, I'm so tired of this game. <laughs> and then the several clapping. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I I had a good time playing this yeah, game. Yeah, it was fun playing with you, too. I so. had a good time. We, 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 I think we're pretty funny, but we have some funny moments. So we're I think playing, I think playing with you made it really fun. So <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. I had fun playing with you, too. Uh, it's just like... The the days when we were real little playing Nintendo and I was really little. <laughs> you were. Real I little. was very little. I think my I had a Nintendo like to start off with, and obviously I had Mario and like Punch Out and Snake Rattle and Roll. But then um, 
I got a Super Nintendo, and the Nintendo then went to our grandma's house, and that's where we played it the most. Right. And I do you remember playing it with the Game Genie and like trying oh yeah, to, trying, trying to, to f- guess all the different. Yeah, we didn't have like a code book, so we would just like type in random stuff to try. That's and all get we would do for hours, and then we'd we write found, them down. When, yeah, when we found an interesting combo, we would actually write it down in like a little like paper that we had. Oh man, it was fun. Good times. <laughs> so if you want more of us talking, check out Zap Chats. That's coming up on the seventh, so next week. Um, the, the goal is to have an episode every week though, because we're doing it on specific dates, it may not always work out that way. It may be where it's kind of like two in the same week. It it just kind of depends on where they land, but, um, it might not always be Kaylee. Um, we're not that finally it won't be just Kaylee. No, um, the other the other groups I guess we're talking about it again. The other the other podcast <laughs> episodes are gonna be kind of ev- all the whole group. So, you know, me and Lori, like you and Brandon might come on, Seth and Evan will be here. Uh it just kind of depends. Yeah, more guests. Yeah, absolutely. We might do some interviews with other gamers. There's a whole bunch, there's a huge Instagram community that I'm getting to be part of, and a whole bunch of those gamers are really, really cool. There's a lot of podcast people. The Podcast Gaming Alliance, you guys are awesome, and I would love to sit down and have a conversation with those guys. Yeah, we can Skype some people in. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the plan. So, get you know, get interacting. Get to know us, hear, let us get to know you. If you want to hear more of us, that's the way to do it. Just check out the all of our new shows that we have coming up. So um yeah. Let's uh let's talk about our next review episode. Uh it's gonna be Half Life. Seth Seth. Seth Seth, Seth and Evan. <laughs> Seth and Evan are reviewing Half Life 2. Um I think they're playing it on the Xbox 360 or maybe the original Xbox. I don't know where they're playing it, but they're, they're they, playing it on a box of They're some playing sort. it on some kind of box, a PC box, <laughs> an Xbox, I don't know. But they, they have a copy, so they're playing that. Um, we are going to be reviewing... We're, we're, bringing, we're busting out the uh, Spyro um, Reignited trilogy, trilogy again. But this time, it's not the second one, because we, we already did Ripto's Rage, but not for the Reignited. Yeah, but we did. We, we did Reignited for Ripto? The, we did the first Spyro Dragon um, as the original. On the PlayStation. You are correct. Oh my goodness. Ripto's Rage it's was It's been done. a little bit of time. Ripto's Rage was done on the trilogy. And now we're going to do the third one. And now one. we're going to do the third one. And I've never played the third game. I hadn't either. So I'm really, I'm really excited and kind of intrigued to start this third game. Um, but also, along with playing Spyro... We're going to be starting Final Fantasy VI. You're committing to it. I'm committing to it. <laughs> I'm announcing it because I need to commit to it. Um, so, yeah, throughout the month of July and then um, throughout the month of August, especially in August, I'm going to try and stream as much as I can. Um, but, yeah, I'm playing Final Fantasy VI. We are playing Final Fantasy yeah. VI. You have to start it. I have to start it. <laughs> I have been busy doing too, weird so. stuff. So, um, uh, are you going to play yours on the Super Nintendo Classic? I believe so, yeah. Okay. I am 
for sure, no matter how I have to rig up my computer to play, I am playing the original version. I have the original copy, the Super Nintendo copy. I'm playing that game. <laughs> I That's how it was <laughs> when I played Final Fantasy 4, because I have the original copy of 4. So Final Fantasy 6 is going to be the same way, playing it on the original nice. Super Nintendo. So really excited to start this game. It's a daunting task because it's a big game, but um, we have guides and we have the internet, so we'll the get through weebs. it. <laughs> we'll get through it, and then we'll, we can start seven soon. And I'm so excited. I know you are. <laughs> I mean, seven is my favorite game ever, so it's going to be really hard to play this game critically. But yeah, so but that's a conversation for another time. So thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Um, you know, stay tuned for our, all of our new content. I hope you guys are just as excited as we are. Yeah. And uh, yeah, anything else? No, that's right. it. We're excited to play. All right, guys. Well, you have yourself a wonderful week, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.